Welcome to Overcrest. I'm Chris. And I'm Jake. And we're here for the Loop the Cult trip part two. Part two, which is... Like, when's part two? When's part two? When's part two coming up? It's when's here. Two? Now it's here. is this part is, two. This is which is actually two. not Lufka Cult at all. Yeah, but it's the Part Lufka two trip. It's like the, it was the, the return journey. The return journey. That is correct. Which was way better than Luft. But, I mean, that's got to be obvious, right? As well, good as Luft was? Time with your daughter. So it's totally different, right? Sure. Yeah, better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like... Fr- Someone else may not think it's better. Um, if they had a daughter and did it, they would. Okay, yes, that I get. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, outside perspective, looking at your journey, they might not find this part as entertaining as Luft, had uh, they been there. You know, the recap honestly, okay, will so be entertaining. Is, this is, like, I mean, we could take this opportunity to talk about car show versus road trips. Okay, you know, it's I like that show. idea. The car show is always this great catalyst to do it, right? It's sure. a great catalyst of like, let's go there. It's a reason to do, do things. Yeah. Right. It's it's the catalyst to go and do something. You know, when, right. I, when I go out to Road America, it's six hours away. I go out to yeah. Road America for the Brian Redman. It's not uh, that hawk. far. Six is five and a half hours. Okay. Yeah. It's five. Dude, you have to argue all the time. Who cares? No, I don't. Trivial. It's I was just having this conversation with Nikki. And that's why it is okay because Chicago yep. is like six hours. Hold on, well, well, let's let's look it up, Jake. Let's find the exact time. Fine, I didn't Maps. mean to be so adversarial to you. All right, now you're just five five zero one one offended to Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. Survey says five hours twenty five minutes. Okay, okay. so far right. and a half hours. It's I've done it like. 10 years in a row. I know how far it is. Then why right. is Chicago only six hours? Because when you drive straight across, you're, yeah. you get on some back roads it's, and some yeah, two-lane okay. roads, and you're zigzagging around. There's no direct route. Chicago is just a straight hypotenuse all the way from Minneapolis to Chicago, <laughs> basically. Right? I the mean, hypotenuse like, of Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, plus you can go like 80 miles an hour. Right. It's not, no, that you know, makes sense. When you're sense. on these okay. side going through all these Wisconsin towns and stuff. But so like I... I don't really care about the racing at the vintage racing. That okay. Right? Like I I love prepping well, to go. I like getting in my car. I like driving. I like seeing you know, it's a drive I've done a lot. So I try to usually take like a different way every time, do a little bit of exploring. You get right. there, you hang out with friends, you go to the paddock, you look around. I'll go so, the entirety of me watching cars on track is probably 20 minutes for an entire weekend. Yeah, I guess I would agree with that. It's, I, have, I, I don't care. A, it's, it's, this probably feels a little bit different to the guys that are on track, okay? So don't take offense when I'm saying yes. this. Everybody's driving pretty, pretty. They're not driving like they're trying to win a championship, that they need three more points to get to second or first place. To win something for themselves or for the manufacturer that they're racing. Well, it depends what race okay. you're watching. No. Yes. No, it does. Yes, it does. Because last year they had the MX5 Cup out there, right? And those guys go hard. Yeah, but I'm not there to watch the MX5 Cup. I'm there to watch Can Am cars and Trans Am cars okay. and GT class cars. I didn't even know that people were racing around in Miatas. Who gives a shit? I don't care. I, I wouldn't it was even the watch best that racing for of the one weekend. minute. Are you kidding me? So what are you going to do? Watch, and intense. Here, here, here's this. This is me at Canada Corner. Okay. You okay. ready? Okay. This is yep. me. Make the car sounds and be honest. <laughs> no, that's way too fast, dude. That is way going through Canada Corner. Is this. That's shift, them climbing up. up. That's them climbing up Canada Corner. Thunder yeah. Alley. There it was. There's the upshift, at least. And then it fades off into the distance as you fall asleep. Nobody wow. wants to watch. If you're in the wow. car, I'm sure it's incredible. I'm sure it's incredible. Yes. Like you're you're in this, you're in your drop top Miata, right? Just kind of like, woo, yeah. Dude, you got your straw hat like in the harness that. and the seat next to you, like quit strapped in. So it you is can like, grab it. it is as soon as you cross the, the finish line, you can put that fucker on. Grassroots racing series, period. Not to watch. It's still the best like 
com- competition for racing. Oh, I, I don't argue. I will not argue. Which that. can be fun to watch, right? It's it, like it's wheel to wheel, it's a and formula. you can tell Everybody's how got hard those guys are going. Yeah, because right? the cars are a the cars are worthless, so it doesn't fucking matter. Have you ever well, dude, yeah, compared to like worthless. vintage racing where cars well, are worth yes. millions of dollars? Right. This is the contrast you're giving me. This is what you're doing. You're like, well, okay. it's real. It's it's really okay, great here's because you can watch the to. Mazda okay, Miata tool around it. at you go nine. Then I would love to, but I'm not going to do any. I, I am not going to spend my time, capital, label, labor, and private property that I've earned going to drive around a Miata. I ain't going to do it. Not happening. No way. Nope. Why? Sorry. Why? I don't. I don't like the cars. I don't find them attractive. Have you driven them at all? Yes, I have driven a turbocharged Mazda Miata with a lot of power. It was pretty cool, but yeah. in stock form, I mean, I kind of like that one. <laughs> Minus like another 150 horsepower or whatever. You're that was. such an asshole. Am I? Why? Yes. Well, just because I general, don't like something. First of all, just in general, yes. Oh, okay. But well, that's, that's fine. <laughs> whatever that's okay i'll, I'll take it it's, it's, i'm not no, trying to I, be an asshole anyways this, okay so here's the deal dude this is my opinion for myself okay and what i think of something just because you love everybody knows though that if you don't share chris's opinion you're wrong well you are wrong but i don't think you're a bad person <laughs> Like I don't think Jake Solberg, <laughs> the 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 Mazda Felicio champion of the world, I don't is have a bad Mazda, person. But I can recognize that they're great cars for their purpose. They're cheap. They're great in the racing series. They're fun to drive. Like you can recognize that. Yeah, well, it still doesn't mean like, I want to buy one. Some guys like fat checks too. That's fine. You can enjoy that situation, but that doesn't mean that I have to like it. And I'm gonna think you're a little bit weird. Wow. Wow. That's okay. I mean, we all have whatever floats your boat, but don't expect me to paddle it for you. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) If your canoe tips over, if your Miata canoe tips over, I'll pull up in my boat and pull you out of the water. But you have to admit that your Miata canoe just sank. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. So anyway, my point is back to (laughs) vintage weekend for whatever reason we started talking about. Good tangent. Um, Yes. Yeah, so I, I don't go for the racing. I go for the, the road trip. I go to be with my friends. Yes. But it is like, I wouldn't just Well, the experience I in general. Go there. I wouldn't just go to that city and then drive no. home. It's a great right. catalyst of like, we do this once a year. Yes. The buddies meet up. It's an excellent catalyst for dudes to get together. And I mean, Lufkakul is just like an insane example of that, right? It just brings a yes. ton of people together. So it's it's, it's funny things, you were so. talking about vintage weekend because this morning I was just like making reservations for camping stuff and putting in my media credentials for <laughs> this, that. This is so. funny. I I don't want to camp this year. <laughs> Are I know. you? I know. Kidding I'm kind of just like, Mr. Martyr uh, making fun of me every time. But I will. But I will okay. Camp. So. For your information, I'm on the wait list for the cabin because since we had the kid, we didn't like keep reserving the cabin because we didn't use the cabin last year, right? Yeah. And I, I camped with you, which was terrible. Why don't you just stork that thing over to your parents' house for the weekend and enjoy time away? No, I'm saying this last year. That's why we didn't have the cabin. My whole point is those cabins book up two years in advance. Ah. And so, so you no can renew. Right, so I'm on the wait list for the cabin, but because I didn't book it last year, I didn't have the renewal choice. So I also have access to an RV that I may put there. What? What do you mean? You just you said you don't want to an RV. My friend right here, my neighbor, has a really nice RV that so I'm going to drive an RV. Well, it's a it's a trailer, RV trailer. So what are you going to tow it with? The Cayenne. How are you going to get okay. around? Are you Wait, just going to? Why would you do that? Why would you With, have... We'll bring the monkey gotta, and the grom. That's how you get around. Lame. Everyone what? that's listening goes, Jake, don't you have like a Tangerine 7911 that you could take to Road America to drive around? You're going to be in that... It's We're going to be over at Stone's place. I'm going to have my 911 or the Driven to Death car. And okay. he's going to have his 930. There'll be... Uh, who else could probably show up? Jeff is going to go. He'll have his 911. We're going to be like going for a drive, driving around. And you're going to what? Follow us in a grom? <laughs> that would be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, no, true. Like, the, don't the, no. The thing the, is, the Nikki, people that have people that have cool cars, 
that are mm-hmm. cool that take mm-hmm. cayennes instead suck. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's me. They suck more than the Miata people. Yes. Wow. Well, what if I told you that my wife expressed a ton of interest and she's like, I want to go and we're bringing the kid too because we want to show him that and experience that. He's not old enough to experience her care. She's Why not? Him. Because that's he's the plan. Gonna be a, he's going to be a boat anchor. It's going to be awful. Well, not for me. As you're talking about your experience with your daughter and how fun yeah, it but, is to share these experiences. But your kid is still a parasite that doesn't like it's not. <laughs> dude, I haven't even taken my kids there yet because it's a lot to ask to take a child out in the summer outside all day. It is a lot to ask. Of a kid. You are always so negative with my choices at this racing event. I am because you always do the wrong thing. Always. I do not. Yes, you do. do you always so do much the better wrong than thing. You. No, no, no. So much better. No, nope. This, yep. this is a, this is a, A, it is a guy's event. Nobody brings their wives. Not for me. I am. Okay. Well, that, that's okay. It's a guy's event. Nobody brings their wives. So bring in the, bring your no wife. girls are, are, wow, They have cooties. It's already a mistake. You brought your wife. That's already a mistake. She, she already gets in the way. Um, not in a bad way. I, I for love, you. I, I love Nikki. I'm just saying, I want to hang out with Jake. <laughs> I want to hang out with Jake. I want him to come so over and fucking angry work on carburetors. That you don't have me to yourself. Yes. And I'm angry okay. that you aren't with the rest of the guys. Why? Hanging out. Because I want to hang out with you. I don't want to hang out with you and Nikki. I like Nikki, but I want to hang out with Jake. I want to <laughs> hang out with the, the one person. You realize that's very selfish outlook. Like that doesn't take into account what I want. Of course. So, well, yeah, I don't. I don't care. Oh my god. Okay, it's, there it's we like go. A, on that like, note, let's no, continue. It's like on. a group. It's like a group thing. Like it's like all the guys get together and hang out. I yeah, I know you're, you're gonna bring it. It'd be fine. It's okay. Whatever. I don't. I don't care. But the kid <laughs> wow. thing is like the kid thing is like it's tough because kids are hard to have outside and deal with, and it's hot, and they get uncomfortable, and there's which bugs. is why fully air conditioned camper rv trailer so like you're gonna there. hang out in an rv all day because your kid is hot i don't know that's what people do when they go camping but they're not even at a racetrack so that's even more dumb yeah it's a, do what you want you'll learn you know you'll learn as a dad but that it's a, he's too young i think to be at something he like this where it's so far headphones. away from home if it was local it would be cool because you could just leave and go home when he's done he'll be he'll be done and then you'll be like uh i gotta go or i gotta oh i got it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's just not a good <laughs> Again, idea. Chris doesn't care. He just wants me for himself, yes. which I guess I appreciate. I like you. I want Thanks. you. I don't, I don't want you I, and, I, and I, your <laughs> screaming hot kid. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want it. And no one else does either. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So on anyway. that note, tell us about your journey with your kid. Ah, uh, dude, it was great. So it was, uh, I took Irene for a trip in the Pinto a while back. You remember we went and scouted I the do. Utah rally, even yeah. though I'd already seen the Utah rally 9,000 times. Cause I've been through right. that area before I wanted to make sure because right as we know, it is or so you know, important to me. So important that everybody that I am able to give everybody the experience that I want. I want everybody. It's, it's a crafted experience, right? Where I take people, the roads that we go on, the things that I think people should stop at. However, I want people to feel like they're discovering it all by themselves. So I have to like design the route that way. So all the times that I'd been out to Utah, I hadn't really thought of it that way. I wasn't scouting for the rally. So I had to go out there and drive the route that I had planned, check out the places that I thought people should go, check out the film fest spot, check out the swing and stake, look at these places, make sure that it would be an experience like that. And I did the same thing for Idaho. And now I'm doing the same thing for Oregon in two days. Jacob leaving in two days. Two days. Yeah. So I, I had to go do it. Wait, and should we? Well, we'll talk about that later, I guess. What, what, what are we talking about later? Have we talked about the what you're doing, the journey, the car, everything yeah, else? Yeah, we talked about that last okay. week. Okay, yeah, whatever. It's no problem. Um, yeah, we did. We 100% did. Okay. I think. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. My brain. Going to Oregon, picking up a car. Going to Oregon, Mercedes car from the same guy that I bought the other one from. It's a 300D. It's going to be great. It's brown. Zero. It's got cool wheels. By the way. And then I'm sh- shipping new wheels out. Blah blah blah. How much I also, did that? I how also, much did that cost to ship those wheels out there for no? Two hundred fifty bucks. But right. I got just found a coupon for thirty percent off, so it would have been like almost four hundred dollars. But we knocked it out. Which so I also t- is the not other day, worth it. It is worth it. It's worth it. Hundred percent. The car looking right 
is worth it. I also ordered for myself, and I'm not going to make Overcrest pay for it. I ordered a set of spacers for the rear to make sure that <laughs> I get the spacers in the right, in the rear looking right. So the car is really nice. Because I didn't really enjoy, I liked taking pictures of it last year, but it was like stock with the hubcaps. I'm like, ah. And I had thought about shipping wheels out for that one too, but I never did. But this one's already lowered and it's already got, it'll be, it's going to be great. Jake, trust me. It's going to make for great content. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm so just I, the budgeting uh, guy. So yeah, I'm like, this is like, what, what, suck it up. It's going to look good. I promise. It's worth it. It's worth it for the content creation. It's worth it for the photos. And it's worth it for my morale while I'm tootling around. Okay. If I'm tootling around with something with the, with a high or low offset on the front, it doesn't look good. I'm not going to feel good. And if I'm not feeling good, <laughs> the route's not going to be good. So it's got to be good. Right. So the entire rally will suffer if you didn't have these wheels. 100%. Yeah. Oh absolutely everybody would suffer so now they won't we even got spacers to make sure that the rear fitment is good because i had these wheels on the other car and they sat in a little bit too far so i got 25 millimeter spacers to put in the rear i'll take them with me on the plane they're gonna be like what the hell are these metal discs <laughs> <laughs> what are these for danger okay so i scouted the, the the rally with irene and the pinto and ever since i did that veronica has been when is my road trip yeah, because Irene, it's all she talked about for a long time. Was oh really? Like, that's oh, awesome, yeah, dude. Yes, that's awesome. Yes, and <laughs> being hot and like melting ice cream cones and just, like, all these <laughs> different situations and things that happened. Took her mountain climbing. She had to like belay down a cliff at eight years old. You know, like all these different things that we that we did that I really pushed the envelope on. She talked about it all when we got home. So of course, her sister feels left out. Sure, she wants to go, but she was seven. I'm like, it's, yeah. it's a little too young. Like, I, How old is so she I now? Eight. Okay. okay. So she's eight. Set Like six, seven, eight is like the evolution of they will start to remember. Like yeah. I think four to five is where your earliest memories start to come from. Four years old, hmm. five years old, you look back, mm -hmm. you start to remember some of those things. Okay. I remember riding on the lawn tractor with my grandpa. I remember being in the lawn clippings and smelling them and they were and the texture of that i remember that i remember picking strawberries in the garden and eating jam that's bread. really cool like that kind of stuff like that's four or five years old and it's mm -hmm. like these nebulous memories right like it's not like a like a clear-cut memory like i can look back at irene's road trip and i can see things right you can see you can visualize yes the dream uh, or the memory of it and it's still right. kind of watercolor-ish you know a little bit but yeah. it's much crisper <laughs> than the stuff when i was a kid much right. crisper. I think six years old, seven, probably seven and eight is when you go, these will be foundational core memories that they'll remember forever. And they won't yeah. remember everything. She's not going to remember a ton about the trip. I'm aware of that. She'll remember certain things about the trip. So I wanted to wait a little bit. So we waited till she was another year or two older. And I said, all right, Irene, or all right, Veronica, now's the time we're going to do the trip. Mm -hmm. And dude, the amount of excitement that you can see in a child pretty good pretty that's awesome freaking good she was really really excited to go and uh especially when she found out it was going to be the 9-11 and not some shitbox pinto Ooh, was yeah. your other daughter 100 jealous oh yeah super, super jealous. jealous now it's this thing you know it's kind of i feel like i could alternate uh irene's actually gonna fly out now because she's like i want to go i want to come back with you from oregon so like she's gonna fly out to portland and drive back with me oh really you know? Yeah, because she's just, okay. it's, it's like, who cares? It's, you know, a $400 plane ticket for you know, it's not that an awesome memory for them, you know? Yeah. Um, even last minute, it's not not that expensive. Uh, so it's like 400 bucks. Send her out there. She'll get to drive back with me. Be a great experience. Yeah. Why not? Who cares? You know? Um, um, but Veronica flew out. Her first plane ride period well, here's, here's was by herself. By herself. Like, here, here's, here's the plan. Okay. How long do you think that I can sustain taking one of them every year? Like that they'll um, want to do it. Right. Till 12. 12, you think? Uh, I bet 15. I bet 14, 15. I think they'll still want to do it, but I think that they're going to have conflicting feelings about doing it. Yeah. And I was right now, is there, is there a way for me to be like, she's 25 and married? Hey, do you want to go do a road trip with me anymore? Like, do that's you want to like, I that's don't know what you I, want. I would love that, you know, to do some sort of trip one-on-one -on -one with one of my daughters, no matter how old they are. Yeah. You know, down the road, like figure it out. Just try and keep that momentum going. 
where once a year I do, it alternates every other year. Like one year, one summer is Veronica, the next summer is Irene. Yeah, go back and forth until I'm dead, basically, and try and like, <laughs> and try and continue. Why not do both girls at the same time together? It's I mean, I know same. they're kind of. It's okay. It's, the whole trip, and I don't know if you want me to recap how I felt about the whole thing now or at the end. Yeah, sure. Now, I guess since we're on the topic, we can do it now. Yeah. When you are with your kid every day and yep. you go through the, the mundane, the mundane moments motions. of life, yep. you go through the motions, they get off the bus, they come home. Hey, what's going on? Oh, I love you. Let's throw the Frisbee, put you on the swing, eat dinner. They go to their friend's house. They, you know, you just kind of do these same things over and over again. And you don't really get to know them. You think mm-hmm. you do. You think you know your kids, but you don't. You don't really know who they are until you are experiencing something that they haven't experienced before with them. So you can mm. see that you can see their reactions to things. You can see how they deal with different situations. They're not robots going through their day to day lives. And you, and you can see it a little bit in play, like when they're outside alone or with with their sister or with friends or whatever. You can see like some of their personality when they're playing. But I can tell you that one-on-one with Veronica, there was, I mean, there was some seriously deep conversations for an eight-year-old. She looks, I remember driving, we were in the middle of the desert and this is where this shit comes up, man. You know, this is like, we're listening to the radio, listening to music. Middle of nowhere. And she's just looking out the window and there's nothing for hours. And she sleeps, she takes a nap, whatever. And... She turns over and looks at me and she goes, Dad, why do I exist? <laughs> and you're like, and that I go, came out of nowhere. It did. And she's a, she's a really smart kid. She's very intelligent, yeah. very insightful, asks a lot of questions. A lot of questions. A lot of okay. questions. Why so do did I this, exist? Did this surprise you? Were you like, what do you mean? Yeah, that's a surprising question from an eight-year-old, I think. I don't know. I don't have any other eight-year-olds. Yeah, I would be surprised. Why do I exist? And I just looked at her and I go, I don't know. I've been trying to answer that question my whole life. You know, and we talked about it. You know, like, you know, what is the point? Like, what, like, yeah. what is the point of life? And I'm having this conversation with my eight-year-old. Wow. Well, like, this is not conversations that come up when you're just at home. True. You know, this yeah. is. You're right. Um, there is something about a road trip where there are hours to fill and you run out of normal conversation right 100 yeah. and so that's when you get into the more in-depth or interesting and this isn't a kid topic. this is like no you're anyone exactly 100 yeah. percent. um you learn more about anyone doing that especially when you're driving across the desert with no cell phone service and yeah. someone can't sit there and doom scroll instagram while you're driving yep they're forced to just be there with you yeah and it's special it's really really special and i got to know her a lot better she's yep. I thought she was intelligent, but she's way smarter than I thought she was hmm. based on some of the philosophical discussions that we had. And then some of the um, insight that she had into things that we saw and some of the, we did a lot of fo- photos and some of the things she came up with were. I saw complex. even the stuff you were reposting was really cool. Yeah. Just, that she's, I mean, she, both of her parents are photographers. So it's yeah, I mean, there's not surprising anybody, but um, I mean, even her, just her seeing mom and dad do that all the time. She probably has more insight than I would even. Yeah, but she how doesn't to see us do that all the time, really. Yeah, you're right. She doesn't see it. Um, Still, I think it's really cool. Seeing her, the things that she thought was cool and the things that she didn't think was cool. She was hard to impress, man. She's hard to impress. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, look at that fucking mountain. Look yeah. at it. Just look yeah. at it. And she's, I'm like, she's like, has she seen the mountains before? No. She's never seen any of these things. I mean, she went through Appalachia, and right. that's like fake mountains, right? East Coast sure. mountains are—they're all yeah, rounded I up, agree. full of trees. Yep, you're you right. never get past the tree line. You're never up yep. at ten, twelve, thirteen thousand feet. Right. You know, you're always. Just and kinda, so she was just meh. She doesn't like. We talked about it. I'm like, why don't you think this is a big deal? She's like, it's a hill. So I said. So then we started talking about. This is just an example. We started talking about elevation. Uh huh. And I'm like, hold up your foot. And she like holds up her foot. I'm like, that mountain is 13,000 of your little foot tall. 
And I didn't tell her that her foot's bigger, smaller, whatever. It doesn't matter. Not quite right. A foot, but it's, yeah. It's, but I'm like, at home, we're only like 800 of your feet. So just think about that. And she's like, she always does this thing where she goes, hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like she puts her the hand visible, on visible. Yeah. Obviously thinking. And uh, so like some of those conversations are really, really interesting. And you get to impart. Of course, we went through the same conversation. I went with the other one. When are we going to be there? Where are we going? How much mm-hmm. longer are we going to be in the car? Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, teaching the value of pres- did you- present. Did you have a different um, process for having that conversation with her? No, it was the same thing. Okay. I didn't yeah, know if you learned anything last time. Like, um, here's how I'm going to address this. No, I, I think uh, the, the biggest thing about last time was Irene catching me and in, in being a hypocrite with it. Uh, so I tried not to do that this time. Because what were you doing? Uh, well, it was when I was stuck in the mountains going up a hill. And uh-huh. I was swearing at the car, being like, this piece of shit, we're never going to oh, get there. yes. And she's and like, just goes, well, Dad, just, this is all the car, this is how the car is. Why are you mad at the car? I love that. I love that so much, because it's something I would have to say to you. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, 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 it's, and it's the truth. So it, it adds up to all these moments where being saturated with each other, mm. you kind of start to bleed off on each other a little bit. And I got the thing is, it's like when you're a when you're a dad, you're always dadding. You're always right. being, you know, you're never you never stop being a father ever. Right. But, but I know when what you're you in mean. The car, when you're, you're having, parenting, you're, not you're parenting. able to interact yes. like a person, a peer. Yes. And it's and it's and it's hard to remember sometimes. And this sounds silly. And you even do this with people in day to day life, I guess, too, especially strangers. It's difficult to remember that that's a person and i know that seems weird maybe that's just me maybe that's why i'm some sometimes i'm an asshole or um not you as think nice of as I could them be. as just like characters no you don't you know, in your like life npcs they're just like right npcs right is they're that how you like, think of it kinda so like, I don't... you're yeah I, I mean there's psychology we could go into here sure let's in do in the it. fact that like there are antisocial behavioral traits that some people possess. I'm not saying that you're crazy or that you have like a, an issue like that. Whereas on the other end of the spectrum, there are people who are like extremely empathetic to a point where it's a problem. Like I think I can be extremely empathetic. I can be to a fault. Yeah. But like, like, you know, talking with me, like I, a lot of times I'm a pushover because I so, I so easily can see that person's perspective Mm-hmm. And I put myself in their shoes all the time with anyone. Jesse, and so that's my, why it's hard for me too. to even stand up for myself. And I have to Basically say, go, oh, yeah, I get what you mean. I be know. a better advocate for yourself. I said, be yeah. a self-advocate. You have to do it. Right. You have to. And I, and I talk about, we had this conversation the other night. I said, Jesse is the same way. She's very giving. She's very, no one's altruistic. That's, you know, false. But if there was anybody that would be. Well, not fully. It would, like, yeah. would be Jesse. She's so giving of her time. Um, or selfless. No one is totally selfless is what you're trying to say. Right. And I had explained to her, I'm like, look, as a person, and maybe this is advice for you too or anybody else that's listening. As a person, you have only have so much currency of yourself that you can give. You're like a bank. Okay. Yeah. So you have an account that has a thousand units in it, right? You have a thousand units of Jake that yep. Jake can give. And if you give all those units away you give all those units to everyone then it's you're you're out of units sometimes when it really matters and you don't, and you can't differentiate sometimes about things that really matter and things that don't and people that really matter and people that don't cuz guess what everybody doesn't matter or every not everybody matters everybody you meet on a day to day doesn't need Jake Ewins. well they know but that doesn't mean you shouldn't treat them with respect of course not but there's a difference okay. between. But you're saying you don't need to give yourself. You don't need to give yourself to them. everybody. You yeah. don't. You don't have. You don't have to. That's do that. that's a good perspective. Yeah. Um. And maybe that I'm not trying to be. A, and I might be a little bit of a sociopath. I'm. A, I'm weird, man. I. I'm like a little you, bit. Truly, neurotic. I have seen a little like antisocial personality traits. Yo, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm aware that I had a. I had a rough childhood. I think True. fucked up for me for a long time, and I, I'm. I'm aware of that. And it, it comes out, it used to come out on forums. That's why I was banned so many times. Because I just didn't care. I didn't care that the people on the other side of the keyboard were human beings. I just didn't care. I you think know? a lot of it is like you, you have this 
front and that's your defense mechanism too no sure right yeah is like you you need to be aggressive and stand up to this wall a little bit with your beliefs with everything yeah it also becomes part of your core personality of how people perceive you and you also want to live up to what you think people think you don't want to let people down for you gotta be an asshole i don't want to think i'm a nice guy (laughs) Um, i have uh my kids have softened me a lot in the last probably five years and you might be able to speak to this i've softened a lot i think i did a little of that too by the way oh yeah i think you probably did yeah Yeah. hopefully you're a better advocate for yourself too yeah i'm still working on that but yes yeah anyway okay enough uh so self enough introspection you know what let's take a good break here talk about our sponsor automotive anonymous what started out as a personal collection of motorsport goods has turned into an amazing curated store of vintage automotive posters art and collectibles this guy of course is a porsche guy so you'll see lots of really cool porsche stuff for all of our fans of the mark but also has hundreds of products all sorts of automotive old motorsports decor Rain like it runs the gamut, right? Yeah, the range of all so different manufacturers cool for sure. Um, all the posters featured are original, right? So there's really rare pieces, and you also have like these unique enamel pins, the prices right here kind of range. Yep, so you can get something really cool and affordable, or maybe something really special as a gift. There's another pin. Ooh, that's the roof yellow bird. This thing would, would focus a little bit. It's sad that I don't have macro on here. There it is. Oh, it's focusing. Oh, Look at that. There you like, go. I like it. My fingernails are. I'm such I a I see man. that. Mine are yeah. I just cut mine this morning. But yes, I was I was in I was using my fingernails to scrape crud off my steering rack. Ugh. Which was then doused in brake clean. With it's like I'm going to get fingernail cancer. How, like I'm sure people get fingernail cancer, but I'm going to get fingernail cancer from using brake clean in my fingernails. Okay. Uh, brake clean goes right into your skin. You need to stop doing that. I I've know told I you do. this before. I know you, you have to be a guilty of it too. I try not to get it on my skin anymore. I try very anymore. hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. I used to use it all the time. Right. Okay. But, so um, I still, I'm still not to your level is the way I figure it. So I, I don't have to be quite worried yet. <laughs> yeah. Just keep losing brain cells. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Never, so I'll, back never to catch up to me then. Autoanon.com. <laughs> you can check out them on an Instagram as well at automotive anonymous. Awesome poster selection. They're also uh, updating their uh their inventory every month so you have all the vintage motorsport apparel books models and other collectibles on their way and of course we have the code overcrest that'll get you free shipping on all the posters so check those guys out autoanon.com so i don't really want this to be like uh, oh we went here then we went there and then we did right well we we haven't talked about any of that by the way so i don't think you need to be concerned about it yeah, I think we've kind of been through like the right. Okay, so regardless, yeah, let me just let me set the because I'm a visual person. I'm gonna okay. set the geogra- ge- geography, the geography, Chris. Geography. Geographical. So we're starting. Yes, we're starting we're out starting in where Port. Okay, Vallejo, California. Dude, you know what? Coming sucks. up to Minnesota. So this is what this will be going this, through. This is gonna be you like making thoughts come up in my head about the trip. Is what this is gonna yes. be, which is fine. Well, that's what. Do. So we so we start out in Vallejo, right? Yeah, and I go visit my friend. Uh, great friend someone i looked up to so dearly such a great friend of mine uh pete stout went oh, to yeah. dinner with him and his daughter and they went and played together and everything and uh, are they the same looked, age or similar uh she's a little older uh, okay i think she must she looks like she must be 10 11 12 okay i'm so bad That's at cool. judging i don't really know um they were very <laughs> i only together. have two of them <laughs> yeah but like i mine are younger so i don't know yeah like i don't even know when like i guess you could say hey puberty happened so puberty hadn't happened yet. So less than puberty. How's that? Is that an age? That we can, like, <laughs> sure. We I did? guess so. I okay. guess so. <laughs> uh, so we had dinner and then we uh, we went back to San Francisco for a hotel. And I had forgotten that San Francisco is now kind of a shithole. Okay. Because I wanted like I wanted to look at my place I went to college. Like, sure. Where I went yeah. Because you I did uh, an art and design school out there. Three day animation and special effects engineering. It was okay. like if if. Can you make whatever? What what do you think the sound would be of dumping fifty thousand dollars in the toilet? Like, what would that sound like? <laughs> a lot less than the sound that I spent. Yeah. Well, this is also twenty five, twenty, twenty two, three years ago. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, and this what? was only two years worth of school. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big, huge waste of money. Anyway, I want to go check that out. Look at my old. Why? Apartment. First of all, why out there? Because there's not that many good art schools. There's Pratt in New York. He's at the time. I don't think it's as good anymore. The Academy of Art in San Francisco, and I kind of chose that because I thought my um, large-breasted, fair-skinned, red-haired uh, girlfriend at the time was going to go to UC Davis. So ah. I'm like, oh, I better go out there so I can see fair skin, large breasts, red hair, whenever I want to. Got it. Unfortunately, yes. that didn't work out. She ended up going somewhere <laughs> to University of Minnesota, which is, that's how I ended up here anyway, in Minnesota, is I moved here for um, oh. for fair skin, large breasts, red hair. It was the Got entire it. impetus for everything that came in my life afterward from wow. this area. Okay, I didn't know that. So, uh, Isn't breast, Minneapolis breast Institute of Art, Art pretty good? Uh, Minneapolis College of Art and Design. I did go there for a little bit as well. Um, it just felt like, I don't know. Too small, close to home. No, it, it, I don't, dude, I don't do, <laughs> surprise, I don't do well with authority and <laughs> being taught things. <laughs> so, like, I every, don't do well being taught things. No, that I, it's, is a quote. It, it, okay. It okay. I just don't do well with college. I tried. I tried. I'm, it's not for me. I'm not surprised. I'd rather learn yes. things than make mistakes and go through my own shit. Yeah. Um, Which, to be honest, most people need to do that anyway. Experience Trump's education oh, anytime, absolutely. every I just, time. I don't. You, I don't like it's, teachers. Yeah. I, you're I, you're wrong. I could do it better, always. <laughs> and I'm smarter than most of them anyway. So it's there's no purpose for me. So to being there. oddly, that didn't turn out well. No, no, yeah, I quit because they. Uh, didn't really like me and i didn't really like them odd yes okay didn't work, who knew work out anyway so we checked out my place there. i was like hey look that's where i went to college and veronica went uh-huh and that was it so i parked the, double parked the car got out went and looked in the window i was like wow you know there's is this stairs. still the same building and it's, it's still, still the same a buildings okay still owned by the school yep and here's the issue i'm starting to have someone okay. which will remain nameless uh-huh. unless you really want me to embarrass them left the e-brake on in my car when they drove it around Vallejo. I know who it so is. So here I am driving around the hills of San Francisco, which are, have you ever driven there? No, but I, it is I, iconic. No joke. This, whatever angle, this is yeah. like what? 40 degrees. Yep. It goes, the roads go up 40 degrees. And then they, they go, go level. flat. And yep. then they go up again. Yep. And the, you only have like one car that can sit at the top. The rest okay. of the cars are on the incline. Right. So what yeah. you, what I would do is you just drive and you put your e-brake on and you let off the clutch and hit the gas. And as soon as you would start to feel the tug as the, yep. as it loaded up on, you would drop the e-brake and you could drive away. Yeah. You sure. didn't have to release your foot, move over to the brake. Right. And, and, and it's, and it's basically manual hill assist. Yeah, exactly. Modern cars have hill assist where, you're... um, yeah. If you're a loser and don't know how to operate your e-brake, the golf has that. I hate it. It's on all well, the you time. Know why? Auto hole. You know why? It's because it's an electronic e-brake, so you can't do it manually, even if you wanted to. That's true. That's true. Um, but yes, it yeah, is annoying. Yeah, that, that's true. Auto hold is important on a car with an electric e-brake. That makes yes. that makes sense. You're welcome. So I'm stuck on these hills in this car, and I'm like, kind of like going up the hill as slow as possible. So I'm like, yep, the waiting. next one, and then so I would go. Can, yep, dude, that car is was incredible. Incredibly, with the throttle response that it has, was incredibly <laughs> difficult to drive. We talked about I the bet. Oakland Hills last time. Yeah. San Francisco Hills, 10 times worse. Yeah. Brutal. And of course, I get lost on, I didn't get lost, but I kept trying to find a way to the hotel, trying to get on these one way streets. So I'm driving in circles. I'm driving yeah. up the track where the trolley is going, oh shit, I'm driving headlong into a fucking trolley. So I got to turn yeah, that's around not and good. Back the other way. Not yep. great. Ooh. What was that? That's a 911. Yeah, I was okay. like, that sounds like your 911. Yeah, that's Jesse. Okay, got uh, it. She drove it to whatever it is that she is up to today. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, that that was the, that was a, that experience. Sorry, that threw me for a loop and took me. It took my uh, I my train. It should have taken you back. That was audibly recounting what was going on. No, I was listening to it, thinking, oh, that idol's a little bit high. It still needs. Oh, to okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of what. How'd it go? Did it die over live, and over again? We have a live update. Yeah, did good. Didn't die over and good. over again. That is good. That thing, quick update, like mini yeah. update on the car. Yeah, I know. I only had like seventy five percent throttle. This whole because time. the linkage the linkage wasn't was quite not aligned properly. In. 
Yeah. And I don't have my so, cold start lever either. Here's my the question. The rod is in the wrong spot. We, we had, you had this on the dyno or Marco had it on the dyno to tune it. And he had a, a number. Was yeah. that not at full throttle? Uh, I'm imagining. So here, here's what happened. I got the car from Marco and the, it was not returning to idle. Okay. And the, the linkage was, it, it wasn't going to idle stops. So I took the linkage off and adjusted that and okay. put it back together. So it might've had wide open throttle then. Got it. But it didn't after that. Sure. I and when was that? Look, I mean, that was before Luft. I mean, like, oh, before I even drove up to Luft from LA. Yeah. So okay. from basically so, 20 miles away from Marco's Can shop, you feel a difference? I haven't driven it yet. Oh, you haven't? I fixed it yesterday. Yeah, I haven't driven it yet. I'm not, I'm so okay. I'll drive, I'll drive it later. You I want to know if it's like a huge difference. Well, it, it'll be noticeable, but not huge. Because okay. once you get to like 75, 80% throttle on uh, with those throttle yeah. bodies, I mean, come on. You're not adding a whole lot more. You're not adding You're not adding a whole lot more. Are you going to come yeah. up and drive this thing or what? Oh, which one? The 911. Okay. Come on At over. some point. Bring yeah. the wheels. Bring the wheels yes, over. I do need to bring the wheels. For the van. Yes. Um, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Back to the thing. So we, so we left San Francisco and basically I, I was like, where do we want to go? I want to do back roads only until basically Aspen. Okay. So we did. We did back roads only all the way to Aspen. And I gave her a little. Anytime I hear Aspen, I think of Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Dude, I'd never been there. So that, that's, I mean, that's why I wanted to go. Oh, yeah. I didn't do that. We'll get, we'll get there. Yeah, it's nice. Um, I got Vern a little uh, Polaroid camera. Okay. And bought her like eight packs of Polaroid, which was like $120. They're like $4 a shot. It's wow. ridiculous. It, or $3 a shot. It's so expensive. Wow. Okay. So expensive. But I'm like, and she had a journal. She kept a journal every night. That's cool. Great. So Did she, you encourage that or is that already a thing? It's all her. Okay. It's all her. She's That's like, really I'm going to cool. keep a journal. And she writes in it sometimes. It's all her. The camera's all. I got her the camera. But her wanting to bring it and do the film and take the pictures. Oh, that's all cool. her. Okay, so that wasn't on the trip. She had that. She had that. She uses yep. it every once in a while for important things. It's only I for like important it. things. I like it. Yeah, so she, you know, saves them. And she started to like, you know, I was kind of coaching her a little bit with photography. I'm like, hey, don't just stand there and take the picture. Think about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Kind of like move around, look around. I didn't tell her what to do, but right. I said, like, you want to try and keep depth, create depth. So then she mm -hmm. like put a bush in front of the car to like, yep. or like a little bit to create like the yep. separation like, of, there of you subjects. Go. And she did that on her own, which was super cool. Yeah. Uh, stay at the clown hotel, scared the shit out of her. That was pretty fun. Got an EMF. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my. Am so I, that was available to, to rent. Yes. 50 bucks. You could rent the uh, EMF detector, which I noticed was $9 on Amazon. Was this a real actual cemetery? It is a real actual cemetery with a bunch of people that died of like typhus in like 1880. Like oh, it's a bunch of children and adults. That's and some terrible. of them got burned in a fire. Oh, that's terrible. so terrible. It's terrifying graveyard. So we go out to this graveyard and she's got her little. <laughs> why why is this at the clown hotel? I don't know, dude. It's it's why is this the whole a place thing? is just weird. Why is this a thing? Okay. So you walk up and it's like clown motel and there's clowns everywhere. There's a giant clown outside. There's like marquee lights, like blinking, like clown motel, yeah. clown motel. It's super weird. You okay. walk in and who do you expect is at the counter? Oh, it's yeah. It's um, it's 60, a local 70 year old white guy, ponytail, balding, maybe sure. like a leather vest or something. Like, yeah. You know, just like this yeah. weird kind of dude. Oh yeah. Weird guy. Nope. It was an Indian guy, young, okay, and his huh. brother. Okay, not <laughs> yeah, like, not. I was like, what? This, this doesn't make any sense. Their place? It's their place, man. It's, and it's they their just place. like scary clowns or what? Like what? I okay. looked it up. They bought it for a hundred or eight hundred thousand dollars, like a couple years ago, which is pretty cheap. I guess it's a good. I need to see what shape. this place is. Is it's it in the middle shape. of it's nowhere? It's, it's in Tonopah, which is okay. not a big town yeah it's really nothing there there's like the tonopah test range out there where they just blow up shit oh cool so i don't know if you get to see shit blowing up often or not yeah like okay it's maybe so... i don't know there's nothing there dude okay. Is this, okay the clown motel yeah. is there clown it's, motel it's certified haunted 
You can go online. You can look. Oh, and, and who who is this haunted. certifying body of this uh, certification? I don't know. Gullibleople.com. I have no idea. Like wh- like what? <laughs> How are you certified by that? I have no idea. It's, okay. It's, there's like so certified haunted this stuff, dude. Like you can I'm go sure there is. places. I don't yeah. believe in any of this shit. Okay. No. Like I just don't. Uh, so we but go out. If you have an eight year old, she believes in stuff. Um, this is kind of this is kind of funny. So she she basically said, um, "Dad, I go what?" She's like, "You get one prank this whole trip. Ooh. I get one prank this whole trip." Uh huh. And my prank was doing that to her, going to the clown motel. Her oh prank was God. tickling me awake, which is like <laughs> super sweet compared to like what I did. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're a jerk. <laughs> so we take this EMF detector out, which is an electromagnetic something detector. I don't, I don't uh-huh. know. Um. Hey, can you send a, a text message to Toby that we're going to be a little bit late? Can you? Are we? To, yeah, it's one forty. We're going to be late for sure. We've got another interview. We got twenty minutes, dude. Just do it. I don't want to stress out about it. Just okay. Okay. Can you just send him a message? <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Finish your story. Explain your what text. you do actually you have his did. Co- contact, Toby. I, I've got it. I've got I it. have an email here. Actually, okay. I do. Have Make some hold music. Now. Like start singing. Okay, I told him 2.15. We are, this is probably a good opportunity to tell everybody that we're having, okay, that's not, uh, Toby from Shieldman Seats is coming on uh, to talk about going to Baja with their G-Wagon. And that's going to be awesome. Their seats. They're, uh, they're Overcrest Rally partner. I'm really excited to talk to them about that. Okay. That's awesome. Yes. Okay. So I give her, the, we have this EMF detector. <laughs> yes. And we go out into the graveyard. And the first thing I do, she turns it on. The first thing I do is I shove her so she steps on a grave. Instantly. <gasps> Instantly. You are such a jerk. And I go, Veronica, that's it. That's it. They're going to be pissed now. So <laughs> and instantly the EMF detector starts to go off. It starts beeping. Of course it does. And she starts like like running in place like moving her feet up and down like super yeah, nervously like, and like ah, ah, dad, dad, dad. i'm like just get away from this area it'll be fine so we leave that area and that emf she's like okay so we wander around and i push her onto some more graves and it goes off a couple times and she's at this point she's crying she's like dad we gotta go she's that so, is so mean she's how she's, can you keep this going she's trembling we're out there how for can 10 you minutes. do this to her because it's it was awesome it was so she's trembling. <laughs> I have the whole thing. I, I filmed with the light on Blair yeah. Witch style the whole time. Yeah. I have the whole I thing. know. Okay. There was a there was a point where I froze and I quit moving. Like I like I got possessed or something. Like I quit moving. And she's like pulling my arm going, Dad, 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 come back, dad, dad. <gasps> oh, so it was so good, dude. She was so scared. That is so So terrible. we finally like she's bawling. Like not bawling, but just like crying the whole she, time. Yeah. Trembling, shaking. We walk out. We're leaving. The thing goes off again near the grave that we stepped in. I'm like, they know. I go, burn. <laughs> I go, burn. Run. Run. Her no. little legs start running. That thing's no. going off. She falls down the stairs upwards, yeah. going up the stairs. She starts running. The thing's beeping. And she's like, they're following us. I'm like, you shouldn't have stepped on the grave. You made me. Run. We, we, you know, we get into the hotel room, shut the door. And, she, and I go. Don't worry, Vern. Clowns can't go through doors. She just goes, yes, they can. And she throws the EMF thing into the trash can. <laughs> and, and, and that was it. And uh, so I let it go for like five minutes, maybe two minutes, maybe 60 seconds. It wasn't very long. And I go, Vern, uh-huh. gotcha. That was my prank. And she goes, she goes, Dad, that was a really good prank. You super <laughs> Are you so kidding it, me? It worked. It worked. Oh out my right. goodness! Wow, that's um, yeah, that's that's terrible. I think I would have been crying at that point. Uh, yeah, it was like there was a part of me that was like, "Why are there EMF readings out in the middle of this graveyard? Like, what's what's going on?" Well, obviously they planted stuff out there. I'm sure that to oh, make I'm this sure. thing go anyway. Off, so we went is. to a few other places. We went to this. This uh, car forest, which is like a bunch oh, of cars, like buried up. Yeah, where they just windshield. like put cars vertically in the. Gr- yeah, I thought it would be cooler no than reason. it was. You know, I I wasn't a huge fan of it. it. The cars were all kind of shitty, and the and the graffiti was bad. It was okay. Would not visit again. However, oh this this not this recommended. Me to the thing the thing I want to show you. 
because I think we, okay. you and I could maybe take a trip and do something with this. All right, right. Okay. I got to open and share my screen. What are we doing? Oh, you're showing me where we're going. I'm sh show you what we're getting. What we're getting? We're gonna we're gonna get this thing. All right, get it. Okay. I so this. Wait. Yes. Is it's either a blazer GMC, GMC yep. truck, and it's a, blazer. a bunch of different colors. As you can see, are no wheels, no suspension. Although the leaf springs are still in, but what do you see like straight away when you look? Oh, at I it? see what looks like roll bars. Oh, There's I remember seeing bar. this. So roll bar. This was like a full uh, trophy truck setup from it back in the seventies. I mean, look at the, look at see the leaf springs right here. Look yeah. how jacked up this thing was. Oh look yeah, no, that's serious. Are. This thing yep. was super duper serious and i'm like i want to i want to go get this thing so bad man look at this yeah no that's really cool um Dude, it has a look at this see this right here the shadow that's where yeah. the radiator goes this thing is sure, legit yeah. legit yeah. yeah rear mount radiator for it i told for sure i told one person where it is uh -huh. i told one uh -huh. person i told nevin where, did you talk to the guy here or anything no i didn't talk to anybody well, it's he's not going to sell it. Teamsters you know how it is out there. Six thirty one, Las Vegas, Nevada. That's cool. No, these people don't sell these things. I know that's why I didn't ask. Plus, I, I don't know. I don't. I do places? love how he has the tire in the wheel well, just like for the effect. Like no yes. wheel, just the tire, just yeah. to add to the, uh, the effect. I mean, this thing's all kinds of different colors. This thing is so dope, dude. This is one of the coolest it is cool. things I've ever seen on the side of the road. And if really? you're not following out, watching on YouTube or Spotify, you can't see shit. So we will, it's uh, it's just an old uh, blazer with a GMC. Speak which, front a lot grill. of the trip was this. Oh, that and that's Vern asleep. asleep. I don't know if there's anything else I need to show you here. <laughs> of course, Vegas was full of this. Oh, the VIP spa. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Ooh. A little bit of uh... ooh Asian body massage. Ooh. Yep. Anyway. Uh, I'll kind of skip ahead a little bit. I don't need to go through and recount like every single thing that we did. No, but just the highlights. One thing I, like, there's one thing I do want to touch on, and that was okay. uh, going to Aspen to uh, right visit Jeff's wart. That's and right. I've always really, really looked up to Jeff as a photographer. Yep. And I admittedly didn't realize how much of the guy. Jeff Swart was. We had him on the podcast, okay. and I knew he was the guy, but not the guy. Okay. Um, the best part, I'll, I'll get to why in a second, but the best part of that entire experience was Veronica having her hand full of Polaroids. Just, just her hand just jammed. I'll, I'm going to pull up the picture because it's, it's worthy of, worthy of sharing. Yeah, here it is. This just makes more work for myself editing, but that's that's all right. We can we can deal with that. All right. So this is Jeff and Veronica. And you can see he is sitting there going through her Polaroids. The photos her. she took. That's yep. so cool. And, and I and I talked to her about him before we got there. I said, you know, this guy is a photographer. And she goes, Oh, like you. And I go, Yeah, not like me. Like way better. Right? Like, yeah trying to give her the under get her to understand the scope of what jeff did and sure. uh when we left she was like she called uh jesse i mean it was like a world famous photographer liked my photos it was so <laughs> cool and he that's sat there really and he neat. went through went through the photos with her all of that's them. really and then, cool was he like did he give her pointers and critiques or was it just like oh yeah, this is really he did cool. a little bit it's like oh i really that's like really this cool. one and uh, I like it was funny is we talked about like setting depth up in your photos like, oh, I can see the yeah. different layering. It was neat. And then uh, we went into his spot in his garage and you can yep. see this is file cabinet. He's got photos. a file cabinet. Yep. So he's pulling out some of his photos now showing her his photos. That's cool. And when you look at this, I don't know. If, what's this one? Is this what I think it is? No, it's not. That's like a shot shoot he did for Boeing, I think, or something like that. Wow. Okay. He pulled out one of the sleeves, and it's just like, hey, there's Senna at a Grand Prix a portrait wow. by Jeff. And he's kind of showing me some of his his work there and opening drawers. And I hold this one up, and I look at it. And it was 
I wanted to. It wasn't hard to resist, but I really wanted to take a picture of the picture. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like with my phone, just because it was such such like an incredible experience to see this this body of work. And I hold it up and it's an M1, like an original yep. uh, BMW M1. advertising thing from uh, from the 80s, an M1. And it was shot on large format. And it's basically the slide, the negative. It's what he would send people to say, this is the kind of work that I do. And you hold sure. it up. And there was another one of like a 956 with all the mechanics just like frozen in place on a white background. Wow. Like the stuff that he shot for BMW and and, and Porsche. Right. And he's showing yeah. like the, uh, I got to see this this cattle this this art director guideline book which was basically what the uh, what is it called the brochure was supposed to look like for okay. whatever car 911 and sure. i think it was like yeah, maybe yeah. a 911 and a 944 this is what it's supposed to look like it was all hand drawn with notes and then next yep. to it he's like and these these are my photos that i took with it and it's like these are the photos and this in is the, the art directors in the brochure and i knew he was the guy <laughs> But I didn't realize how much of the guy that he was. And I, yeah. And I see, and you, you can see the file cabinet there in the, let me pull this up again. You can see the yep. file cabinet. All these file cabinets are all, it's all negatives. It's this whole body of work. Wow. And it's, I go, I go, Jeff, what are you going to, wh where does this stuff go? Like, yeah. where does this body of work go? And I, you know, ended up in a museum at some point, I, I think, but I would, Man, I would love to see some sort of gallery of this. Right, stuff. you're right. I don't know what yeah, that looks really like. Cool. I don't know what a book would look like. But man, well, um, that doesn't even take into account his videography work, of no, which he's done so much. I know, like still, that's what I knew him working. from. Yeah, right. I don't. I. I guess I knew he was a photographer, but that I think of him as a videographer. It's it's really incredible. It's it's an incredible life lived, and he should be very, be very proud you know, of, of the life he lived and is living. I mean, he's still working and creating at Luft and uh, just really, really special to see how kind and generous he was with Veronica. That's really time. cool. And yeah. with me and showing or showing us around his place. I can't wait That's to go awesome. back and, um, and chat with him more and hopefully, you know, learn something. I feel like there's uh, that, that, that's a man that has a lot to give. If a lot of knowledge to, a lot to of knowledge, yeah. a lot of life experience, a lot of, um, and I'm not even be like, how can I pick his brain to like, no, but take. it's just, I'm not trying to take being able to be around someone like that. Even. Yeah. You, it's, you do it's the, absorb some of that experience. It's not even about absorbing it. It's about the experience of hearing the stories. Sure. And it's almost like an exploration all on its own. You know what I mean? Where so, if someone will open up to you and you can explore their life through the way that they're telling mm -hmm. it to you, I think is mm -hmm. is really really special. Uh, that was a highlight of the trip for sure. Um, That's him awesome. with Veronica was was incredible. Um, after that, it was kind of lame. You know, you get in. You get Nebraska, into the planes. Yeah, yeah. You get into the planes. It's it's not as good and kind of disappointing. But uh, meeting Jeff and I can't I can't explain how special that was. You know, that That's was really really cool. really special for me. I can't thank him enough for inviting me over to, to hang out. And That's I hope he, really I hope amazing. Have me again. I hope he'll have me again to visit and chat, you know, when I'm not so pressed to continue onwards, you know? Right. It's, it's been something I've been meaning to do for, for years. And I finally had the opportunity to do it. But when you, like I said earlier, when you've got a kid around, you can only, ex <laughs> you can only expect so much out of I kid. Know their attention yeah. span, everything else. So yeah, that's, that's, that's basically it. That's, that's the whole trip, you know, there's and then a lot you made more it in between, home. but we don't need to, yep. No mechanical you know. issues, hiccups, et cetera, along the way. Uh, definitely developed, uh, the valves needed to be adjusted. You know, I could hear that. I could hear. Okay. Ticking in the because valves. I suppose it was a, it was a fresh build. So it was, as you start so to I, get a build, obviously I worn in that right away when I got home immediately mm -hmm. and they all needed it. Every single valve. You know, huh. it, it quieted right down. So that's nice. Yeah, I'm excited to drive it with wide open throttle and see what that's like. Yeah, I, I want to hear that <laughs> for sure. All, All right. right. Well, it. I that's think that's an awesome recap. I mean, yeah, we got uh, we got pretty deep on that one. I like that. There's some. Uh, now I can't show you this. What? What were you gonna show me? You want me to show you? I what? Just tell me what it's you're not gonna rated show me. R or anything. But this is what. No, oh, I'm no. not. I'll text it to you. No, I'm not gonna, even gonna you text gonna... it to you because you'll blackmail me. Nope, no, I won't, but 
what you you were going to say this is what was waiting for me uh no is that I'm, where you I'm were going with that you. i'll i'll tell okay. you later wow. i'll show it to you okay. when you come over and drive my car how's that <laughs> i would be easily blackmailed by that okay let's i'll i'll leave you with this photo everybody this was uh this was the sentiment the whole time right it was always everywhere we went was running running car. back to the car running back to the car she was so excited to be in that car that's really enjoy cool. that car and and be with me hey you know what i want to do chris yeah at the end of this episode here i want to get veronica's take on this yeah let's do it let's talk to her let's, All right. uh she's not home yet no nope. we'll we'll add it on to the end here as kind yeah. of an addendum and you can, I you can have a little interview with veronica and get her perspective on how it was that's awesome all, all right, right guys well on friday join us then we will have Schumann. You can't say you can't say take care yet. You got to say take care. I know. You got to sign off with Veronica. Okay, I will sign off with Veronica. Okay, let's bring her. I up. like it. All right, Vern. So I asked your dad a lot about the trip home and mm -hmm. asked him about his favorite part. But I want to hear a little bit about your favorite parts from the trip. Okay. So favorite... what was? Yeah, what was your favorite part? My favorite part was. Um, playing at the Great Salt Lake in Utah. That's right. You went to the Great Lakes. What did you do out there? Um, I took a lot of pictures of footprints. Very with cool. My, with my Polaroid camera. Yeah. How many photos did you take the whole time? Do you know? I took like, I don't know, 34 what was your favorite photo? Was there anything that stuck out as like you were really proud of that photo? Yeah. What a was picture, it? Tell me about it. It was like a picture of a bunch of cool Porsche 911s with some Porsche tractors. Was it at the show? The Luca Colt show? Or what was that? It was at Oh, was it at Jeff Swartz's house? Yeah, yeah. The photographer? How yeah. was it meeting him? Did you know that he Guess was pretty famous and cool? Guess what? He what? said one of my pictures yeah. should be in a newspaper. Which picture? What was it? It was a picture of the Porsche with footprints leading to the Porsche at the Great Salt Lake. And that was where you had your favorite part, was doing the photo shoot, right? Yeah. That's really cool. So it must have felt really cool hearing like a notorious professional photographer say that your photo was really good. Yeah. Speaking of mountains, your dad said you weren't that impressed by the mountains. That was your first time seeing the big mountains. And yeah. I remember the first time I saw them. It's like so crazy and cool because where we live in Minnesota, there aren't mountains. What did yeah. you think of the mountains seeing them for the first time? They were really cool. We went um, really, really high in elevation. We went like 10,000 feet in elevation. Yeah? Was it cold when you got up there? and My ears popped. That's good. That, that is how that works. <laughs> <laughs> what was like, I know you had a lot of time getting to spend alone with your dad, too. Was that cool just yeah. being in the car the whole time and getting time to talk yeah and i went to um a world famous motel it was haunted i heard all about clown, that i think motel. your dad was pretty mean for pranking you with the ghosts yes very mean he acted like he was possessed i heard that and he made you cry yes i wouldn't have done that that's well, very mean Actually, I wasn't crying because of that. It's because of the ghost detector went off like 10 times. What else? What was the... Okay, so you told me your best part was the Salt Lakes. You liked the clown hotel. Motel. It was a motel. motel. What is motel. the difference? Do you know the difference? Yes, there is a difference. What? What is it? Tell me. You walk out of the door of your room and you go out and you're outside already. Unlike hotels, when you walk out of your room and you're still in the building. Right. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I also saw stuff at Area 51. You did? You guys went close? Uh-huh. 
Did you see any aliens? We didn't see any aliens, but the closest to an alien that we saw was the stuffed animal I got there that I named Rocky because we listened to a book called Project Hail Mary. Your dad mentioned, or maybe I saw a photo of you driving. Oh, I did drive. It was in the desert while we were doing stuff. When I was driving, I was like, Dad told me not to do this. Don't go back and forth. They call that sawing at the wheel, right? Because it looks like you're using a saw. Okay. Yeah. So you kept it straight. Yeah, and I was like this until I started drifting off the road, so I went like that. How fast were you going? About 64 miles per hour. About 64. That seems pretty exact. So tell me more about meeting Jeff. What did he have to tell you? He told me about some things in World War II. Was he in World War II? I don't know. Okay, well, what did he tell you? Do you remember? Nope. Nope? Okay. <laughs> well, he think? told me that some of the cabins um, down the hill were uh, military bases. Used to be oh, that makes sense. Military yep. hideouts where they would hide in there. That's really cool. While we were driving to the Clown Motel, yeah, we saw a big, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of military bases. Okay. Real military bases. Yeah. Well, bunk- bunkers. Not yes. Bases, bunkers. Bunkers, so they can hide out, right? That's what those are for. Yeah. Underground. That's yeah. really cool. I heard that there were no iPads or Nintendo allowed on the trip. No. Nope. Did you miss? Nope. Do you wish you had like an iPad? Nope. No? Why not? Do you think if you had the iPad, you would have like been on it a lot and not seen some of the cool things? Nope. No. <laughs> Did you ever get bored, though? I mean, this is a long time in the car. I got kind of bored, yeah. Yeah? And I got hungry a lot. Uh-oh. That happens to me, too. But, you know, being bored that long, was it worth being bored to see the cool stuff that you did? Yes. Yeah, it was worth it? Well, it's been very fun talking to you, and it sounds like you got had a great trip with your dad. Yeah, I did. All right. Thank you, Vern. Bye. Bye. All right. We will see you guys next week. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Meep. Meep, meep. Meep.